This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. Did you know that there's something called a short sleep gene? So on July 4th, 2005, somebody named Brad Johnson and his siblings and some of his large extended family made history. They became one of the first multi-generational families to be tested for what would later come to be known as the short sleep gene. Because Brad and many of his relatives sleep for an average of five hours a night and have more energy than most of their peers. And he sees this short sleep gene as a genetic bonus because he can tackle all the things he wants to do and he has an extra two or three hours every day. He says, exercise has been big in my life. I've run a lot of marathons, reading, studying, correspondence, writing, all those things are great to do early in the morning or late at night. I am rarely, rarely ever tired during the day. I never take naps, he said. This gene has allowed me to be in some demanding roles and positions. It's given me these additional hours each day that I can do things that I love, be with people I love. This has been a gift throughout my life, he said, a true gift. I think a lot of us wish that we could pack in a lot of sleep in a short amount of time. If somebody could create a magic potion to make this happen, they would probably become rich. Oh, wait, they did. It's called Starbucks. Honestly, the line of products selling us artificial wakefulness is endless. There are caffeine pills, energy drinks, and of course, a huge variety of specialty coffees. I happen not to drink coffee, mostly because when I met my husband, he was so reliant on it, it scared the wits out of me. And I made a decision right then and there to never get dependent on a drink for functionality. Still to this day, he struggles with his dependence on coffee, when really what he just needs is more sleep. At least that's what I've been telling him for 28 years. But my husband, like very many effective people, get frustrated with the need to sleep so much. Why did God create us with this annoying need to sleep every night? It seems like kind of a design flaw, like a waste of time. And our world is so hyper-focused on effectiveness and ambition. People who get a lot done are praised and admired. At the same time, we all know the value of rest. We know that if we don't recharge, we'll burn out. We know that you can't draw from an empty well. But couldn't God have created us like super beings? Couldn't he have made sleep unnecessary or obsolete? Couldn't he have created us with caffeine flowing through our veins? I know, I know, this is some people's version of heaven. Well, in the very first story in the Torah we learn of the creation of Shabbat all the way back in the beginning of time. In fact, the Torah teaches that the world was created in six days, and then on the seventh day, there was a new creation 
which was really the absence of creation, because God created rest. God himself rested after the busy work of creating the universe. And he commanded us, the Jewish people, to likewise rest each week on the seventh day, called Shabbat. The Hebrew word Shabbat literally means to stop, to pause, to sit with yourself. So we see that stopping and pausing to recalculate and reclaim our journey is not a design flaw at all, but was rather very mindfully engineered into the fabric of time. Shabbat is a restart button. One could certainly ask why God needed to rest on the seventh day. It's not like God got wiped out from creating the world in six days. God is not human and does not have a physical body. So why did he create rest? The answer is that God wanted to role model this pause for us because we would need to take a break and we would need to pause and look at our work and assess where we are and where we're going and why we're even going anywhere in the first place and that we would never think to do it on our own unless we were forced to. If I didn't have Shabbat in my life, I'd probably never stop answering my emails. People always thank me for my quick responses, but on Shabbat, I thank myself for not responding, for letting the unanswered emails sit in my inbox. With all the technology that our modern times have to offer us, starting from electric lights that short-circuited our circadian rhythm and all the way to the invention of Red Bull, we still haven't managed to do away with sleep. In fact, if people don't sleep, they can become agitated to the point of psychosis. With all the advances we've made and with all our psychological and technological sophistication, we're still tied to that concept of the restart button that God built into the fabric of the universe and role modeled right at the start for all of humanity. We still need sleep. This doesn't make us weak or old-fashioned. It makes us better humans. The truth is that God created various restart buttons and gave them to us as a gift. We know that every year we have a reset button called Yom Kippur. It's a time for us to stop, reflect, take stock of where we've been and where we're going and what's the point of it all. Monthly, we also have a reset button. It's the start of each new Jewish month, and it's called Rosh Chodesh. On this day, we have the opportunity to make commitments and goals for the month ahead. And every week, we have Shabbat, where we have the opportunity to do the very same thing. To get back to basics, family, faith, community, values, one can pray, rest physically, enjoy a wonderful meal with family and friends. Many Jews don't shop or work on Shabbat. Many walk instead of drive and turn off their devices to focus on what's in front of them. And every single day we have the opportunity for a reset button. When we get to go to sleep at night and wake up and have a new day ahead with new opportunities and new possibilities. Things often look better in the morning for no other reason than we are refreshed. 
instead of looking at sleep as a necessary evil to be thwarted, outsmarted, or short-circuited, maybe we can look at it for what it is, a gift given to us and role-modeled for us by God. Because every human being needs a pause, and every human being deserves to refill and recharge. And most importantly, every human being deserves to catch a breath where they remind themselves of the most important values in their lives and recommit to love them and live them. Call it the Shabbat gene. We all have it. And that's a gene worth passing on to the next generation. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.